Hey everyone, this is Mike from You'll Probably Agree. Today, I have fellow friend and filmmaker Johnny Lang on to talk about Steven Spielberg's take on West Side Story. Uh, long story short, we both liked it, but varying degrees as to which one of us liked it or not. As always, I'd like to thank Galway Bay, located at 500 West Diversity Parkway in Chicago, Illinois. Bars are opening back up. Feel free to go in there and get a drink if you'd like. Anyways, having said that, I'm going to start the show now, at this moment, tonight. Tonight, tonight, it all began tonight. I saw you on the world went away. Tonight, tonight, it's, it's Mike and John. John, tonight, <laughs> we're already off sync with our music. Why did? Steven Spielberg come in and remake a classic. It's not that it was bad. It was actually kind of good, but it was just kind of okay. That's my overall thoughts on this song. What did you think, Johnny? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about this movie. I was, uh, I think it's the best West Side Story of the last 60 years. The best West Side Story since... West Side Story. Oh yes, because there haven't been any other. Is it have there been other versions like aside from the the play well, that have been no, put on screen? The only other versions I've seen are just at like high school theater productions. Yeah, those don't count. It's just like that's just kind of like why I can't watch Frozen because I worked in like a kids camp, and you just see like a bunch of little kids singing "Let It Go," and by the millionth time you've seen it, you're just like. I'm ready to let this movie go forever. Um, I, it's funny when I'm watching this movie, there's really nothing that it does necessarily wrong. I just felt like when I was watching West Side Story, I felt like, why are they making this again today? And yes, you could counter that with, well, why not? But the answer is, but what's, to what purpose does this movie exist other than giving a contribution to Steven Spielberg's father which, you know, at the end of the movie, it says, for dad. I don't think that's really a spoiler. Um, but as I'm watching this, I'm going, you know, the, these scenes are effective, but I can't help but have the images of the original film in my head, which it's funny. Like, I'm not necessarily, like, married to the original film. I just saw it for the first time straight through, I should say. I've seen it before, but not straight through. But for the first time straight through uh, yesterday. And... You just keep going. Okay, so I know what act is going to happen here. I know this is the scene where they get in a gang fight. I know this is the scene where this happens, where that happens. We all know the plot. Uh, you know, aside from making Rita Marino the uh, store owner in the shop that uh, Maria's sister gets raped in. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. This movie came out 60 years ago, 61 years ago. Uh, I... I I wasn't really, I, I thought it was good, but it, it was a, it, it didn't seem to translate very well to 2021. It's kind of like our, is anyone really going to like pay money and go out and see this? Like, I think this is a great movie that you're like, maybe your grandmother will love or maybe your grandmother will hate because she'll say, that's not like the way it was. But I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of out of thoughts uh, as of this moment. Uh, well, I think uh, you've got some valid points there, Mike. 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you here. I think if uh, we're gonna talk in the spirit of uh, adaptation, right? Yeah. So when I look at a movie like this, I'm looking at this and that is an adaptation. It's not necessarily a remake. Yeah. I think looking at it as a remake is the wrong way to go. Mm. Well, there are elements that are, I think in the way this, the way the sets were built in this and the way it was shot is definitely made to look like the West side story that we're familiar with mm-hmm. this show. But like I said, it's the best West side story since West side story. So I don't think they're the, I don't think Spielberg and company or whoever are sitting there and saying, let's try to make it better. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're like, let's see what we can do and just take our take on it. Because mm-hmm. for the last 50, 60 years since this show came out, I'm not really sure the history of the history of West Side Story, if it played on Broadway or whatnot before it was a movie. I, it was on Broadway I mean, I think, I think it was Sondheim, Leonard Bernstein. They made it for, to be a movie. Um, I think I, I wouldn't know the history around it, but I'm going to guess it was originally a play and then a movie. Right. Yeah. Okay. So regardless, I think I can't recite the review exactly, but, uh, I've always been a big reader of Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert had uh, a review of a show, a movie that had been adapted from a play a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like August Osage County or something. Just yeah. like we've seen it as Steppenwolf. And now it's a movie. And I think he compared it to like, okay, so we have this ensemble. We have these people who are doing this show again. They do it in the stage. They do it in a movie. And then 20 years later, another ensemble does it on stage and does it in a movie. Right? Mm -hmm. So like, it's a remake, but it's also just another adaptation of that work. Right? Mm. There could have been different versions of this. I went earlier this year, I went to go see In the Heights, Lin-Manuel Miranda's original show. He did not direct that. And if there's more time to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom, which he did direct, I would be all about that show. In the Heights, I walked out of. I thought it was bad and racist. And then when I went to see In the Heights, uh, that's why I walked out. I don't know. Maybe it made up for itself. But I was expecting maybe, I thought In the Heights was going to be sort of like a, a West Side Story sort of deal, like really romantic and like would be inspiring. And it was just left me feeling really cold and offended. And now this year, three movies, my three favorite movies of the year are now musicals. And I think West Side Story, uh, Spielberg's adaptation of West Side Story is, uh, it's a piece of artwork. It, it, has adaptive elements where they've they've matched some of the cinematography, some of these heart shadows, uh, some of the set design, et cetera, to give you sort of this familiarity. But they brought you in a little bit closer and a little bit, uh, I think there's a little more character and depth in the Jets and the other gang. I don't know. What was the other, did the other uh, gang have a name? Yeah, the Jets and the Sharks. The Sharks. So mm-hmm. the Jets and the Sharks. They gave everybody a little bit more depth, I think. Um and I was making a point earlier. We just watched a clip from the tonight tonight scene from the original West Side Story, and I noticed that Tony and Maria seem like very virginal and innocent in these movies. Mm-hmm. I think with Tony and Maria in the original and the uh, 1961 version, that they're like nothing can go wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. But the approach in Spielberg's version, this new version, is that. 
they kind of know what they're getting into. Mm. And there's no like, there's not like this innocence mm. with them. There's Maria's got a little twinge like, oh, this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And then Tony's like, this is probably going to get us killed. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Tony wears his heart on his sleeve so often, and he's really trying to do the right thing, but in his heart, like, he went to jail. He beat somebody. He's violent. Yeah. Men are violent. Mm-hmm. And when passion's involved, like, that violence, like, continues. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, I hate to, you know, we're not ones to talk about assault. What do we know? You know, so that scene in the cafe or in the um, shop at the end, like, yeah. they – kind of glossed over that a little bit. I'm not saying that's not a criticism. I think they did it right. Um, I don't really remember that scene in the original, in the uh, 1961 version, although I'm sure they didn't. I mean, that movie was rated PG. There was nothing crazy in there, but um, it was, it was kind of the same way where it was almost like a dance when they, uh, assault, uh, Maria's sister, uh, who Anita sister-in-law is it her brother name no 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 her sister-in-law yeah yeah well they're not i don't know if they're married but it's a woman that lives with them and is dating her brother her Mm -hmm. brother is the one who was killed yeah well that that all happened in the original uh but no i did like how um the 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 scene in the diner plays it's kind of like the same way the only thing they added was that like you know instead of the the old man who was there. We have Marie, uh, you know, Rita Marino, who played Anita in the original version, and I thought that was kind of a nice casting decision. They kind of, they definitely add a lot of emphasis to her character because you know one of the surviving members of that cast is still alive and well. Marita Marino is kind of like immortal; like she's she like barely ages. It's incredible. Well, um, so is Russ Tamblin and Richard Beimer, who were in West Side Story, and also. Famous for their roles in uh, Twin Peaks. Mm, yeah. We can talk about that another time. Yes, yes. Uh, if you want to know anything David Lynch or Twin Peaks, contact Johnny Lang. He will probably talk for about two hours about it, which is, but is interesting when okay. he talks about it. So, fun fact, I'm questioning myself because the song in West Side Story somewhere is my f- Probably my favorite song in the piece. Andrew, uh, Tom Waits has a great cover on his record, Blue Valentine. Introduce me to Tom Waits. Love this movie. Love this song. And you will be surprised uh, the changes that happen uh, with some with the, the way that somewhere is delivered. And now I have verified that in the 1961 version that it is sung by different people. Oh, really? So the original, but do we know in the remake if it was sung by different people as well? Because here's the thing with every musical, even Tick, Tick, Boom, which was probably my favorite musical of the year. Um, there's like so many musicals. And there's a lot of musicals. That's, that's my favorite one so far. Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West Side Story. And a, mus- and a musical I walked out of because it was so horrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah, well... Uh, my my opinion on it has kind of been changing over some time. I think I gave it too much hype because it was like my first movie I went to in forever, you know, since like Tenant, and that wasn't a very pleasant experience. Um, 
I did uh, some of the cinematography. Here's one thing I really thought they could have done because there's nothing in this movie that really stands out on its own other than being a little more grounded. You know, some of the sets look a little more realistic than just like sets because, you know, it's 1961. So everything looked a little dressed up and especially, you know, with all the dance pieces that sort of complemented sort of the wooden architecture of those old sets. Uh, But I was just thinking, if they were to make this movie, I really would have liked to have seen it shot in a single take. Not literally. Like, you know, they do sort of what they did with Birdman and hide some cuts and stuff like that. But if you really want to match the choreography to that dancing and blow me away and have this movie stand out on its own, it should try to, like, do something that's very unique and its own. But I understand why maybe they didn't do that. Maybe... I, I that was too much of a challenge for Spielberg. Is that an option? Yeah, I mean, um, no one's talked about it. I'm the only one who talked about it. Well, I would like to see a version of West Side Story done in one shot. That would be amazing. But you know what? I said this earlier to the guy that works at the bar at the AMC River East where they hosted the screening tonight, last night, and I said to him, I said, if anybody has the film like street cred to (laughs) remake West Side Story. I couldn't think of anybody but Steven Spielberg to do that. Oh, absolutely agree. Because Steven Spielberg is like that. That was the name for how many classics does he have? Like if we were even count, we couldn't even remember. I mean, I'm not even talking about the classics that Spielberg has done. I mean, Mike knows I'm a Spielberg fan and a defender for better or worse. And I mean, who like you wouldn't pick any modern day director to do this like Spielberg. It would be a joke like uh, Scorsese. It was like, oh, Scorsese's doing West Side Story. What will that look like? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then you hear that Spielberg is doing West Side Story. You're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. if he's doing it, then that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. It's not like Gus Van Sant doing a shot for shot remake of Psycho, mm-hmm. which was basically like, you know, a six million dollar fan film. With Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck casting decision was that? But, yeah. Uh, he, I mean, Spielberg was the only choice, and I'm glad he did it. And, you know, the, the only unfortunate thing about Spielberg doing a, his adaptation of West Side Story is that he didn't direct, he's not directing Indiana Jones 5. Uh, well, thank God he isn't, because he already had directed Indiana Jones 4, and we saw how that was. Although I do have to say, I do think that uh, the Temple of Doom is a more annoying film than the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, but that's a whole other topic. But yeah, in terms of street cred, Steven Spielberg would hold that water. Although I'm wondering how much water is that at this point of his career? Do like a lot of kids still know who Steven Spielberg is? Because I've taught kids you know in high schoolers and they're like who so at this point you slap steven spielberg's name on there i'm wondering who they're marketing towards are they marketing towards guys in their 30s and their like parents in their 60s to 70s and their grandparents because like that seems like who you would appeal to more than you know teenagers because like i don't see any teenager like flocking to see west side story uh I think that this movie is a shoe-in for an Oscar nomination, if not the Oscar for Best Picture this year. Am I saying that this is the Best Picture this year? No. 
but I'm saying that it sort of hits all the hot button targets of the conversations from 2021. Um, and I think it's, I don't know if it's Spielberg's best since his last, since the last time he won an Oscar, but I think it's definitely in the, in the ballpark there. I would not be surprised if uh, this picture, this one best picture this year. I would be very surprised if it did. I don't think, yeah, I, I think it'll get nominated maybe because it's Steven Spielberg's name. It's just like all the other years there were nominees where you're like, why is that movie nominated? Oh, because that guy's behind it, you know. It's, I'm saying it's not my vote. I'm saying that I wouldn't be surprised if it got nominated and if it won. I don't think it'll win, but yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed. I wouldn't be like, oh, well, sh- that was an obvious choice. I'm just saying this is the obvious. I mean, it seems like the obvious choice. Well, sure. You know, there's pathos you can draw between tribalism and sort of sort of in, inequity between the class systems of the United States. Uh, but how this isn't touched upon with so many other films um, that are Probably a little better, I don't because the guy again, this is the same stuff. And if we look at like just some of the best movies I've seen this year, if I even just like pull up my top ten list so far, like I mean, we got Licorice Pizza, we got Passing, Spencer, Tick Tick Boom, The Last Duel, Come On Come On, Being the Ricardos, Power of the Dog, all I think far more memorable films because here we're just seeing something that what's fantastic for its day and is repackaged. And I don't mean that in a cynical way. Uh, I mean it more in terms of, and this is a good update. I like the fact that the cast isn't whitewashed. It's uh, they not only have, uh, because I think they stem from Puerto Rico in the story. Uh, yeah. Puerto Rican cast actors or Colombian or uh, that, although those are completely different regions of the globe I'm aware of. Um, but anyways, you you don't have a bunch we'll of white people. Later. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We just came back from the movie. Give us a break. Uh, but the, the the point is, is that we don't have a bunch of white people cast. Like you don't have Natalie Wood who's playing Maria. You know, this time around, the girl who plays Maria, as you were telling me earlier, uh, Rachel, Rachel Zegler. Zegler. So she's yeah, she's Colombian. So still. But uh, at least at least now it's not that. And at least they're not taking because um, I was thinking this when I saw the original Rita Marino's character in the original. Um, she looked like she had like a spray tan on her to make her look even darker than she okay, is. I'm not touching this one, Mike. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I'm not the one who brought it up. Another critic brought it up as well. Because unless, like, Rita Marino, like, Michael Jackson herself, I don't think... Rita Marino is definitely Puerto Rican. Okay, so she's definitely Puerto Rican. <laughs> but uh, so, but I'm saying for that movie, they try to make her look darker, which, you know, this is 1961. I You know, it wasn't right back then, but people didn't think about it. But I'm glad that they're not doing that now. And certainly in that aspect, that's great. And also the fact that a lot of the characters are speaking Spanish without subtitles. They're introducing that part of the culture without um, having to show us everything that they're saying. Because the idea is, is that sort of like the, you know, the white guys in that movie or the Polish guys, 
Uh, they don't, you know, they don't understand what the other characters are talking about. And it's sort of like tell, informing the audience. Well, if you want to know what these characters are saying, learn a little bit of Spanish or ask a Spanish friend. And it's bringing that power to the culture and to the story that I, I enjoyed. It didn't feel like it was a cynical, like, oh, okay, here we go. Here's an all Latino cast. Fuck you. Like, it actually felt like it was legitimately in that story. But I would expect nothing less from the director of The Color Purple and Amistad. I want to see the uh, West Side Story where Anita is the romantic interest. Same here. Anita. I just met a girl named Anita. Speaking of which, uh, Ariana uh, DeBose, I think that's how you say her name. I don't know. DeBose or DeBose. Uh, she actually had some of the best vocal range in that movie. I'd say uh, Maria's equal to her. Um, but Are you talking about Rachel Ziegler? Yeah. Ariana, no, no, the, her sister, Anita. Oh, Ariana. Yeah. Um, she was great because there was that song she does, um, you know, where she's saying, uh, uh, I want to say Natalie Wood for a second, (laughs) but, uh, Maria was, uh, Rachel Zegler was, um, asking if she could forgive Anita for what transpired between her brother and Tony and Bernardo and Tony, Bernardo played by David Alvarez and, when she was singing your song and she's crying and screaming at the same time, that, that was a spectacular range, you know. Um, Angel Elgort's, Elgort, Angel Elgort, yeah, his character, I'll say he has proven to be a kind of interesting actor. You see him in Baby Driver. He's really great at kind of playing screwed up characters who have a disturbed past. And he kind of brought that into Tony's world where as you were saying Tony's a guy who escaped from prison or not escaped was <laughs> he was he was that released was that that's that's yeah. the uh, that's the fan that's the fan film the Tarantino version of West Side Story it's just Tony's escape from prison oh god yeah i could see i could see uh how that would oh gosh i don't i i actually am kind of curious about that film now would that <laughs> should be like Tony yeah, like yeah. having like reve- it would be like a revenge porn sort of thing <laughs> but but like Angel Agor, I couldn't tell if he was singing his lines or not. It looked like it because his Adam's apple was bouncing up and down like a basketball when he was singing those songs, especially on that big screen. Um, but Tony, Tony just hops on a motorcycle. Says, "Look, Maria, I gotta go." And Maria's like, "Whose motorcycle is this?" And Tony's oh like. <laughs> says, That's dead, baby. No, it says this is Bernardo's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Bernardo's dead, baby. Bernardo's dead. No. We're not exactly That's, spoiling a, a happy ending. Yeah, because we're not exactly really spoiling could. a forty or sixty year old film. Why didn't, we tar- why didn't we just Tarantino this West Side Story? Come on, Spielberg, you could have done better. I'm giving film this- it one shot. I'm giving this four stars. But if there was a version where they Tarantino the ending and just like everybody lives or something or then you know that'd be cool it's right off on a motorcycle and you know what do you think of the cast uh well i i think uh i'm gonna go to a point you said earlier uh you're like who is the audience for this like honestly i don't know but yeah when you make a movie this good yeah i guess this well done with a pretty unrecognizable cast a pretty rookie cast 
mm-hmm. and you make something this effective, like people aren't going to care. Mm. So I think my point was earlier about this winning the Oscar, which I forgot when I was talking about this winning the Oscar. December 10th. Okay. So maybe they're not, they're making it less obvious for the Oscar, but still. Sure. Uh, is that people will see this because of the Oscar nomination that will get people in the theaters or at least on the streaming services when this mm-hmm. is released on streaming services. So, I mean, the movie is so beautiful and the music is so iconic. Like, a lot of people are going to watch this. And I mean, I think the the difficult thing is I would feel unfortunate for those who are seeing this movie, this version of West Side Story for the first time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be a letdown not to have seen the original, not to see the 1961 version. But also I think that this is done so well that it would almost be okay for a new generation to experience the movie in this way where it's the colors are brighter and bolder. The music is louder. Um, and it's really, I mean, it's just a beautiful movie. And I think that if this is the, if I saw this West side story for the first time, I would still fall in love with this music hmm. and these characters. And then I would want to go back and see where it came from. So I think there's an opportunity to introduce this music and this movie to a new audience. And, you know, what other, what other, whatever rabbit hole they decide to fall into, whether it's watching the 1961 version or even just going back and being like, oh, this is based on Romeo and Juliet. Oh, God, Romeo and Juliet's really cool. Like Shakespeare's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like just, I mean, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to broaden horizons, you know, and there's, Things are remade all the time. Things are done in different ways. And it introduces people to things. And, you know, it's done really well. And it's it's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Wow. Now, that is a ringing endorsement. I can't say I... Uh, I'll say I liked it. Uh, I'm not going to give it four stars. I'm going to give it three stars because I appreciate the effort. I uh, thought that the songs still work very well. The, the choreography and the dancing, of course, is fantastic. Some points of criticism with the movie specifically um, is I felt like the framing in some of the dance sequences was a little tight. Like, it seemed like some characters were just barely able to stay on, like, the left corner of the frame, and they're losing that action. Uh, also, some of the cinematography, Yamish Kaminsky, one of, the, one of my favorite cinematographers, he's been with Steven Spielberg since Schindler's List, you know, uh, his blue sort of like there's this thing I've seen a lot of filmmakers using now, like the blue color grading takes away from a lot of that vibrance that you saw in the original film where the movie's more gritty uh, visually. But and also there's a lot more fighting in it, a hell of a lot more fighting than the original. Like people are like beating the shit out of each other in this film. It's great. You know, and and thank God. I mean, if it weren't for the thing with West Side Story that kind of like before I officially saw it straight through that uh, sort of turned me off was like these guys are supposed to be like these street gang tough guys. But yet they're, you know, dancing around in the streets. It's not very tough. But then again, two people get stabbed in it and someone almost gets raped. So the threat of violence is certainly there and kind of makes them even more screwed up in the head when they're dancing while they're killing and raping people. Uh, 
but three stars for me, I just think it just doesn't have that kind of wow factor that the original does. Where you go, wow, they did those. That's incredible. They did those moves. But certainly, I do feel that it's, you know, if you're, you're a young kid, you're coming into this, it certainly doesn't take anything away from the original. It respects the material. Um, it's, I think, down to the length, exactly the same. The new version is two hours, 36 minutes. The original version is two hours and 33 minutes. Wow. That's a, that's the perfect length for a movie. Well, I think the, the I don't think there is a perfect length for a movie. It's all dependent on the film. Um, certainly, uh, this is a movie where I could see maybe like when if all the tickets for Spider Man are sold out, you know, you could take. I really, I really hope not. I mean, I want to see Spider Man just as much as the next guy, but I think there's two different audiences for this movie. Absolutely. I think, I think West Side Story is going to do well enough. Yeah. It's not going to do better than Spider-Man. No, but it's it's like a great alternate option for like the family during the holidays. But, I mean, if that, Omicron doesn't shut us down. In yeah. that in that spirit, if you know, if Spider-Man is you know alternate universe, there could be a universe where it's a multiverse. Yeah, a mm-hmm. multiverse. It could be a universe where you know Spider-Man breaks in a song and starts doing music from West Side Story. He could do that. He could sing it, and then Toby and Andrew can join him. And then they're like, we play. We're not, we swear we're not playing Spider-Man. We're not in the movie. But anyways. Well, I mean, I, don't, I love Spider-Man. I love Toby as Spider-Man. And, you know, this is... I love talking about West Side Story more than I like talking about Spider-Man. So uh, what we have here is two, two variations on uh, a classic story with beautiful music and you know what if you don't want to go to the theater watch the watch the 961 version at home and then don't watch this one if you want to watch the Spielberg version watch that one but don't watch the other one do what you want either way they're interchangeably good either way you will not be disappointed yeah I think this is a musical that at the end of the day Steven Sodenheim would be proud of this words proud of this adaptation and uh I, you know, God bless or God rest Stephen Sondheim's soul. I almost screwed up his name when trying to give a eulogy to him, but God bless Stephen Sondheim. Oh, God. Now my own brain's making me. I know. Stephen Sondheim's soul. You call him Steve. Yeah. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Is it like that South Park? You ever see that South Park episode where they all, like, do musicals? So then. I'm not going to give away the rest of that plot. You know, yeah. I mean, it's South Park. You don't have to give us no spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not appropriate for this format. But, yeah, I'd say uh, for me it was three Guinnesses. For uh, John, it was four Guinnesses out of four. Um, So, yeah, I think it's a recommendation. Uh, go see it. Uh, I think West Side Story shall be opening in theaters December on 10th. December 10th. Of this year, All right. or next year, if you know Omicron really gets this way. And anyways, having said that, we'll uh, see you guys on another podcast. But thank you for listening tonight. Tonight, podcasting tonight. Drinking beer. I have seltzer, not beer, but I will be consuming later. Thank you for recording this because that saves me a lot of sleeping loss from having to write this tonight.
right. <laughs> no, actually, this was a great perspective, great fresh perspective, and uh, it was good. I'm glad I got to talk to other people about because I didn't know how I felt, and I'm like, I don't want to just not give it a fair shake. And I feel like, yeah, you know, it was okay. I just kind of don't understand why they're making it, but at the same time, having said that, they why did not? make it, and it was okay. It was all right. Why not make it? Yeah. Why, why make it, but why not make it? Exactly. That's the that's that's how you should always go. That's a good book. That was what yeah. I say. Okay, we really need to stop. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're tired. <laughs> we're very very tired. Okay, thanks a lot, guys, uh, and hopefully you'll probably agree. And if you don't, let me know respectfully why. Uh, John, where can we find your material at? Uh, you can search me up on Johnny Lang Films on Instagram and on YouTube. Right, excellent. And if you're a David Lynch fan, he's a David Lynch fan too, and you'll be able to tell. <laughs> and God bless him for it. You, of course, you can check out all my stuff at ypareviews.com. And anything, Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. YPA, that stands for you'll probably agree, YPA Reviews. You can follow me there. All right, thanks a lot, guys.